2: I think that's a good indication. Or maybe you're half dead and you're still listening, which is great. Thank you for taking us with you on your way out. Mondays during the holiday season can be... They can be like brick walls, at least for me. Feeling like I jammed so much into the weekend that I didn't really relax. I didn't really sleep. I didn't really sleep fast. I didn't really get caught up in... On anything, I just instead was making preparations for the holidays. And now a lot of people were still traveling back on Monday. Uh, there were thousands and thousands of flights that will ca- that were canceled all over the weekend uh, as people were trying to return from wherever they went for Thanksgiving because of weather and just in general the the airline snarls that we get these days. And a lot of those took place in the Northeast because of the rain that was coming through and the crazy winds. So I suspect that many more people were traveling home on Monday. And then there were some who chose to do it that way. I have friends who decided they'd rather travel back. They were driving rather drive home on Monday to try to avoid the worst of the traffic. So Monday may have been an extension of the holiday frustration but if you survived your Monday well then woo time to head forward through these final few days of November and I I don't even have a comment on that because I, I'm really not equipped to process uh, I was talking to someone I guess on oh our friend Michael Duarte actually from NBC LA we need to have him on the show again soon I was texting with him on Monday, and we were talking about the holidays. And neither one of us is prepared for the fact that they're that they're here. But yes, I'm getting my Christmas tree this week. What? I don't. I don't. Yeah, like I said, I'm not equipped to handle the fact that the holidays are here. But I suppose, ready or not, uh, better get ready or be left without. The proper gifts for the family and without the proper preparations. And ah. so it's more fun to talk about football right now than to talk about the holiday that's stressing me out a little bit. So I hope that you survived your Monday without too much trouble, a relatively manic Monday. Wait until you hear what happened on Monday that made my entire week. <laughs> I'm such an idiot, (laughs) but it did. It literally will make my entire week so much better. Every time I need to pick me up this week, well, that's going to work. What I'll probably do is post the photo because all you have to do is see the photo on Twitter and Facebook. I promise I'll share it in both places uh, and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. I'm not going to tell you anything more than that, though. So it's going to be a way that we drive you to the social media. You know. It's a tease. We call that a tease in the business. So I'll do that sometime this hour because you need to see it to believe it. I can tell you, but I think you need to see it to believe it. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. That's the name of our Facebook page as well. It's convenient, right? Radio show, Facebook page, oh, YouTube channel. And then also on my Twitter, radio. If you haven't yet voted for... Monday mortification. Well, there are still candidates that are getting votes even at this hour. So you've got a a couple hours to go. We've given you four teams that we thought would wake up the most miserable and mortified and morbid on Monday. And since Monday is still in its waning stages, well, we invite you to continue to vote. So find that on either my Twitter or our show Twitter, And we'll reveal your choice coming up before the show is done. Plus, you're going to need to use our voting machines to log your vote for TD of the Week. Boy, do we have some incredible candidates for TD of the Week. So we'll do that as well. Uh, We've also got an extended version of QB News. Everything from the Panthers to the Jets to... The Packers to who else am I thinking about? The Browns. Oh, yes. As Deshaun Watson is reinstated and is on track to start week 13 against his former team, the Texans. I have no idea if the NFL planned that. Maybe they accepted an 11 game slash 12 week suspension knowing that he would return against his former team. Although, I, I got to be honest, I don't see the the same drama there as Baker Mayfield versus his former team because the Texans are so bad. And Deshaun hasn't played for them in, I mean, it's been almost two years now since he's played for them. So it, do, it doesn't carry the same interest, I suppose, for me. It doesn't carry the same ty- uh, like ramifications, really. But maybe it does for Deshaun. Or maybe Deshaun's just grateful to get back on a field after all this time away. He hasn't played in a game that counted in, as I say, nearly two years. But he will for the Cleveland Browns coming up in mere days. So lots of QB news. Oh, and that sporting event that is making me nervous like I haven't felt in years. I'm actually really excited to just be a fan Of course, we'll talk about this event on Tuesday night. But I rarely get to just be a fan, even with the teams that I grew up rooting for, and I guess in some cases still root for. It's just that work consumes so much of my time watching sports that I very rarely feel like a fan who gets nervous, who gets excited, who yells at the TV, who fist pumps. But when it comes to the U.S. men's national team and the World Cup, that is me. As I was watching the game against England, I was exclaiming, I was yelling, I was clapping, I was wincing, I was nervous. And this game against Iran on Tuesday is just as big because it's an opportunity for the United States to advance to the knockout stage of the World Cup first time in eight years. I'm nervous. I'm really nervous. I've already got the 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 fluttering stomach and just in general, the anxiety over it. Uh, so yes, I'm really excited, but also super nervous. We're going to let you hear from members of Team USA, including the captain of the soccer team that has really impressed producer Jay and I. We understand now, not only seeing him on the field and what he can do on the field, but hearing him off the field. We understand why he is the captain, even though he's extremely young and has no World Cup experience, but he's very impressive and and true to form for any USA team. Internationally, there is some type of controversy, though I got to say this is not a controversy that the Americans themselves generated or stirred up. So we will let you hear from them as well as the manager, Greg Berhalter, and that game begins in OMG. 11 hours and 52 minutes. I'm trying to convince Jay to wake up and watch it live with me as opposed to watching it on DVR. Jay is not convinced that it's worth waking up for. No, that's not the case. Oh, it's kind of the case.
3: I mean, I'm going to wake up earlier than I normally would on a regular work day Just to go watch to it, bed earlier. It's easier said than done. I mean, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to probably, I might be able to catch up live at the half. How's that? Although maybe not, know. because soccer doesn't I, really have commercials.
2: I kind of feel like if you really cared, you would. I, wake up I care. I care. I do.
3: <laughs> huh? I need to sleep and be well rested. To oh, uh, is that what you need to do? Cheer on my team.
2: Okay, easier said than done. He points out as though it's just so easy for me to get all the rest I need and wake up uh, in what will be two o'clock Eastern time, eleven a.m. Pacific time. Yeah, it's just super easy to do that. It's like the
3: middle of the night. <laughs>
2: You're so melodramatic. We're live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. All right, so polls and QB news and TD of the week and soccer, the other football, and even basketball. A couple of dramatic finishes in the NBA. We've got the return of Joel Embiid. Uh, And also a little college football, too. We'll mix it up because coming up Tuesday, you get the latest set. In fact, the second to last, the penultimate. I do love to use that word. The penultimate set of college football playoff rankings. Funny story about me. For years and years, I had no idea what penultimate yet. uh, uh, What penultimate? Okay. There goes the perfect show. Kind of. I don't really think it was that perfect, but now it's definitely not perfect anymore. <laughs> only 10 minutes. I, and I don't even talk until two minutes after the hour. So only eight minutes is really how long I can manage without sounding like an idiot. Anyway, it's just part of my charm, I guess. Uh, the word penultimate was one that I didn't, have the correct meaning, and I would use it anyway, and I would use it in the wrong context. So I think it happened for years. And finally, I looked it up. I don't know, I had this strange feeling that I wasn't using it correctly. <laughs> Who knows how many times? Uh, I did the opposite of impress people with my vocabulary because I used the wrong word. People who will never forgive me. They no longer think anything I say. That was 20 years ago. But they no longer think anything I say is valid because I used that word wrong for so long.
3: It's the effort. Is it the effort? I mean, a little bit.
2: I... All right. So when I sound like an idiot, it's okay because at least I'm making an effort?
3: Right. I mean, big words. like At least you you know what you're trying to say. The word's there. It's just... <laughs>
2: Thanks, Jay. It's so kind of you. But it does not get you off the hook for not caring enough to wake up and watch the U.S. soccer team live.
3: This is not a- What
2: if you miss it? What if you miss them? First of all, if they lose, I'm never watching American soccer again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, that's true. Never ever. But if seriously, I'll go back to my depressive state when they lost to Trinidad and Tobago and failed to qualify 4 years ago because yes, it should be a win. Um but uh-oh. I know exactly. Don't speak that into existence. The, the, there are ways they can back into this, but they could also draw again and be out.
3: It's so easy just to win.
2: Score a goal. That's it.
3: Score a goal <laughs> and, and a don't goal. allow one and everything will be
2: okay. I, how hard can it be? How hard can it be? That's right. <laughs> Simple as that. Anyway, I'm going to start sending you text messages the no. second the game. Oh, that's what you get for not no, waking not up. Right. Oh, it's not right, is it? That's not right. You know what's not right is not waking up for one of the biggest soccer games in US history.
3: Because I can't even turn the phone off because then I won't get my alarm, so I'll exactly. oh, man.
2: Better not check. It's a good thing your phone eats half my text messages anyway. Well, Jay and I have this major problem. We don't, while well, we don't have a major problem, my phone works just fine. His phone, the one that he's been saying he's going to replace for over a year now, his phone does not like me and, in fact, thinks I text too much, which, you know, may be true, uh, but doesn't accept half my text messages and eats them, and Jay never gets them. Or, you guys, it dawned on me not that long ago, Jay just might be lying. He might not (laughs) actually be responding to the text messages because he doesn't want to hear from the chick he has to work with, so... I, I don't know which one I believe.
3: I would say it's like a quarter of them. And I've shown you that. And you said, I haven't seen them. I've shown you the text thread. They're not there. Where'd they go? I don't oh, know. Oh, they are there. I, I don't even know how I would be able just to delete one text. So the, the
2: last I heard from Jay was, oh, I'll replace the phone in June
3: that of was... 22.
2: At, at the very latest June of 22. I don't know what happened.
3: Probably said that around like December of oh, 21. Yes. It
2: was pre-birthday. You were going to yes. replace the phone <laughs> yes. in 22. I don't know what happened. I didn't get one for my birthday. I he likes know. not getting my text messages. That's what happened. Anyway, so I could text him like every single minute of the soccer game, and he probably would only get half of them, but I might do that. You better not check your phone. That's it's what you right. get. Oh, good. Will it ruin our friendship, do you think?
3: I don't know. Oh. I guess it's to the test.
2: It's a chance I'm willing to take. It's, <laughs> after, it's after hours <laughs> just to teach you a lesson you'll never forget. <laughs>
3: I'm watching the game.
2: <laughs> it's after hours here on CBS sports radio. We'll get to money. Night football coming up after this first break. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot on our plates. Really excited about it. <laughs> it's uh, it's that time of the year where it's not quite as nutso because October is done and baseball is done, uh, but it's still plenty busy. Also tonight. I'm not exaggerating here and I'm, this is not hyperbole. I truly do not remember the last time I did an interview about the Jets I'm I ser- seriously I, I I'm I'm smiling but I it's serious I do not remember the last time that I did an interview about Jets football Mike White I do know that we've had New York guests before recently probably about baseball maybe we did a Giants interview not that long ago but we have not focused on the jets in it's got to be years pre-producer jay because excuse me because he did not have any jets contacts in his phone <laughs> yeah so i guess then that goes back to before you started working at the company forget just on this show
3: yeah in my entire 3 it might be grounds for morning, firing
2: but... for not waking up this is your job what? you're supposed How to get back w- to that it's because i'm i'm annoyed by it <laughs> It's your job to watch sports. Yeah, don't I'm be like Isaac, game. who never ever watched sports ever.
3: I watch literally every single game, like that ever happens. So, you know, I could I, just, I could, I, I could I, TV I on it's the soccer game and watch it, get some sleep, I think it's watch it an unacceptable.
2: hour later. No, oh really? Is that hour sleep gonna help you? Uh,
3: tons, tons.
2: Please, says the man who sleeps until way after it gets dark.
3: Well, now, yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't know. It's a good thing you don't have Two a dog. Oh four wait, o'clock. you do have a dog. Uh, I do. <laughs> okay, I just I think it might be grounds for a suspension. It might be grounds to replace paid? you. No, we don't do paid suspensions uh. around here. You barely get paid as it is. <laughs> yeah. What Here's makes the you walk around here? <laughs> what makes you think you're going to get paid to be suspended? <laughs> it's kind of funny, actually. Uh, back I don't know a couple years ago, someone got suspended, and I thought, ooh, they're getting paid too. I just. That'd be great. Let me have that That's happen. That's
3: what I'm saying. Paid suspension?
2: All right. No, not paid. In fact, no more snacks. Oh, no Christmas cookies for you.
3: That's worse than not getting
2: paid. Oh, <laughs> now see, it's hard to keep my my like tough exterior now. So because... I can sleep? No. no. <laughs> Jay, you can watch the game while you're lying down prone. You don't That's need to like point. get out of bed to watch the game. I got to be focused, though. Mine's got to be right. Don't touch your phone is all I'm saying.
3: <laughs> Fair warning.
2: Isn't it your friends who always text you in your Giants thread? And so, I mean, you always watch the game live. But don't you have friends who text you nonstop baseball or football yeah, stuff? basketball
3: stuff too. Yep. Like,
2: That's going to be me. Yeah. Mm, I don't like that. 12 hours, too bad. 12 hours from now, you better you better block my number. Do it. Just do it. I don't even think I know how. <laughs> yes, you, whatever. You find everything on YouTube. You can find that on I YouTube. Probably- yeah. Okay. Just I'm um, fair warning.
3: <laughs> All right. Three o'clock Eastern. I'll watch it. <laughs>
2: uh-huh. So, we're really excited. Or I am. I mean, Jay's not really excited. Not enough to actually watch the game. Um, but we- we're going to put that aside at least for now because we're going to dive into Monday Night Football and – this was a game that I think really does show the growth of the Steelers and the progress of the Steelers. I don't know if Steelers fans agree with me. Uh, it's not just because it's a win, but it also shows that changing a coach doesn't necessarily guarantee that you are going to take, take off on a meteoric rise. <laughs> yeah. Who knows what the Colts will do come the off season. I think they've responded well to Jeff Saturday, but the defense, it, it was better. It's better. I still have major question marks with Indianapolis, though. So all of that, all of that, just for you on Twitter, a law radio on our Facebook page as well. It's after hours with Amy Lawrence. You should send producer Jay nasty messages about how he's not really a sports fan if he doesn't wake up for the soccer game. Or spoil,
3: spoil the game for me, also. Yeah. Oh
2: wh- well, I mean, would me you up? like me to share your number publicly? N- eh, no. <laughs> But maybe on Twitter, though you won't check Twitter. Uh, it's, it's After Hours on CBS Sports Radio.
4: You are listening to the After Hours Podcast.
5: First and goal with the six. Picket under center. Najee gets the call. Najee threw a crack down to the goal line. Touchdown, Pittsburgh! For Najee Harris, number four on the year. And you hear the Steelers fans, and you see the terrible towel a twirling.
4: This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence.
2: I'm not going to talk about my fantasy team. I'm not going to talk about my fantasy team. I'm not going to talk about how Najee Harris got injured and it affected my fantasy team. Because no one cares. And that's not what's important. No, Najee Harris ended up with a quarterback. Well, with the quarterback, he and Kenny Pickett. They were actually kind of splitting the running duties earlier uh, in the game. And then Najee kept leaving in the first half and heading off to the sidelines. And so Benny Snell was out there on the field for the Steelers. Uh, And we also saw Anthony McFarland with a half dozen carries early. Something was going on with Najee. And as we find out at halftime... He had an abdominal injury and did not return. And so that threw a major wrench into the Steelers' game plan. And yet, they did a pivot. It's after hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Bill Hillgrove is the voice of the Steelers on their radio network. And yes, Najee did get an early touchdown to cap a a five-and-a-half-minute drive. And that gave the Steelers a 13-0 lead on the Colts. The Colts... They were a bit of a mess to start this game. Uh, they had an interception by Matt Ryan, which didn't lead to any points for the Steelers, but it was a fumbled opportunity. Then they end up with a pair of three and out. So they go interception, three and out, three and out. In the meantime, the Steelers are able to move the ball up and down the field. A good mix of wide receiver targets for Kenny Pickett. Love to see the connection between he and George Pickens. If they stay together, this could be a very productive combo uh, moving forward through the next few years. Deontay Johnson, of course, Pat Pat Friermuth, and others that he was mixing in and making part of the offense. It was a nice balance early on. However, there are still pockets where the Steelers also will squander opportunities or not take advantage, or he'll be a little off here or there uh, with with his reads or with his throws. And so there are always opportunities uh, to rally against a team that's got a new quarterback, right? Quarterbacks giveth, well, rookie quarterbacks giveth, and they taketh away. And so finally, the Colts are able to find their footing, but it's not until early in the second half.
7: Straight off a block and he's in there. Touchdown, Jonathan Taylor. Touchdown, I N D Y for JT. He's got a rushing touchdown in three consecutive games and
2: the Colts have their first touchdown of the night. It's 16 to 9. Raise your hand if you picked Jonathan Taylor first overall in your fantasy football draft. Jay, who, I don't know who picked first in your draft, but did Jonathan Taylor go number one? Absolutely did. Did he really?
3: Yep. Both my, i have in two drafts. In both drafts, he went first.
2: Really? I wonder if there is a way to Google that, to see, I don't know, how many fantasy football drafts of a particular site, say Yahoo or CBS, had Jonathan Taylor go number one overall because of the season he had in 2021 I assumed, I thought, in fact, I hoped that for his sake, he would be able to replicate that. And he and Derrick Henry, two of the best running backs in the league, both there in the AFC South. But we have talked about this already. The Colts' offensive line has been a major, major disappointment this season. And there really are no answers for the reason why it's been a disappointment. But even on Monday Night Football, you saw Matt Ryan under siege a good portion of this game, and that also affects the running ability or the running lanes for for Matt, uh, for Jonathan Taylor. Another thing that it happens too is how often do you have to have your running back pick up a, a pass rusher or block. If you have holes and your offensive line is not doing its job, very often it's up to the running back then uh, to try to pick up a block and to protect the quarterback too. And clearly that's not what Jonathan Taylor is best at. I mean, he can do it, but they need him to handle the ball even more. And so at least he got another touchdown. He did have 20 carries for 86 yards uh, and that score. But what really set them up with the short field? Did you see the 89-yard Kickoff return by Dallas flowers. That was a huge boost thought a major springboard for the Colts there in the second half. And maybe, maybe they have an even bigger lead if they are able to protect the football on the one yard line. So even as the Steelers offense was going cold there out of the halftime locker room, they were not, they weren't using their drives and, You had the initial touchdown from Jonathan Taylor to start the second half. And then when the Steelers got the ball back, they go three and out. So then the Colts have the ball for, are you ready for this? 16 plays, seven and a half minutes. Only to fumble on the one yard line. Oh, talk about a gut punch. You come away with no points. And it was a botched handoff between Ryan and Jonathan Taylor. I think the fumble went to Matt Ryan. I'm not sure whose fault it was. Either way, bottom line is you get zero points. After holding the football for seven and a half minutes, you come away with no points. That's so disheartening. However, the Steelers do nothing with it. They go three and out. They give the Colts a short field, and the Colts are able to protect the football on their next drive.
5: Four in the line, shotgun snap, they rush four, arching spiral into the end zone, caught for the touchdown! Near sideline, caught in the back by Michael Pittman, heavily covered on the play. It's a six-yard touchdown pass, and the coverage on the play by James Pierre. Touchdown, that ties the game at 16, with 16
2: seconds to play in the third quarter. So, yes, the Colts did rally. They were able to score on the very next drive. But there's always the question of what if. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. After some real stops and starts to begin that second half, Kenny Pickett, Steelers, on the move yet again.
5: Pickett's going to go shotgun, wide side to his left. And Gunners in the shotgun inside Deontay. They hand it off, and running left and getting to the end zone is Benny Snell Jr., his first rushing touchdown of the year, and the Steelers leapfrog back
3: on top. Steelers win, baby. (laughs) 24-17, man. Appreciate all y'all tuning in, Monday Night Football. Your boy just got it in, man. Snell, yeah. (laughs) Steelers, let's go, baby, all the way.
2: Snell, yeah. That's Benny's Instagram account, and no, it didn't happen during the game. I just thought it fit well with his first— His first touchdown of the season. Bill Hillgrove on Steelers Radio. Of course, they still had to play defense in order to protect.
5: Steelers show blitz, and he's back, and he runs to the left. He throws that ball down the field, and it will be broken up at the 12-yard line. A great job by Sutton and Minka, and that is your ball game. How about that? Sweet Marie. Oh, baby. It doesn't get any sweeter than this.
8: Man, I'm just appreciative of of having an opportunity to compete on Monday night football, man. All of us grew up on it, and it's just a part of the fabric of our society, man, and it's it's an honor to participate in it and win. I'm appreciative of the efforts of the guys. Um, You know, we got a lot to work on, but we were good enough tonight to secure victory, and for that, we're thankful. man. We got a short week, got another road trip waiting on us, and so we got to sleep fast and do those things.
2: Marco Belletti is here in studio. I I need more sleep in my life. I know you need more sleep in your life. It's probably not possible unless we can figure out the secret to sleeping fast. Oh, I
7: know all about sleeping fast. What
2: does sleep fast mean exactly?
7: It means you don't get enough sleep. Sleep fast. It's nonsense. You don't sleep fast. You gotta sleep enough. I mean, I know what he's trying to say. you to sleep see. fast. I love Mike Tomlin. I know what he's saying, and I too. can just listen I do. to him, but Maybe no.
2: he has a secret. Maybe he knows something we don't know. He doesn't look that tired on the sidelines. I th- I think I think he always brings great energy and he's always very appreciative. And so, <laughs> if we can figure out how to sleep fast, we we might have we might somehow tap into the fountain of youth.
7: You know what? If he's got some sort of secret recipe on that one, I'm all in. We, could, we can get in touch with Mike Tomlin, right? I mean, I don't think yes. he's going to talk to us long. But maybe he could just give us that one little All we want to know is right. just
2: how do you sleep fast? That's yeah. it. That's yeah. all, the only thing we need to know. We don't, yeah, don't, don't want to talk else. about quarterbacks. We nah, just want to nah. know how to sleep fast. That's all. Yeah. That's it.
7: Well, we got to keep a lid on it. <laughs> that sounds like the <laughs> we, answer we we'll get. We'll tell
2: him we won't even share it with anyone else. It'll be our little secret. we am good at secrets. We won't tell anyone that we figured out how to sleep fast.
7: That'd be awesome.
2: It would be. Could you imagine if you only slept, say, five or six hours, which is pretty standard, I think, for both of us, but somehow you crammed in eight hours of rest because you slept fast?
7: <laughs> oh, sorry, I, I law at five or six. I was I was daydreaming.
2: Okay, Ooh, five or six in a twenty four hour period. Yes, yeah, no, I know we break it up no, by naps very often. Yeah, look, it is
7: what it is. But um, sleeping fast would be cool, really cool.
2: There's got to be a, there's got to be a secret. Mike Tomlin knows it. We don't.
7: Sorry, you just you, you threw me off here. Now I'm going to be thinking about this all night.
2: <laughs> don't, don't. Maybe that's it. You sleep with your eyes open.
7: Yeah, that doesn't
2: work. Like a snake? That doesn't work. No?
7: No, okay. it's got to be good sleep. I mean, what's the point of sleeping fast if it's worse than this... Awful <laughs> sleep that slow? we're getting. And yeah. <laughs> the awful that. sleep that we're already getting. <laughs> I mean, what's the point?
2: Sleeping slowly. <laughs> yeah. What's the point? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I don't know, but I feel like that's my goal in life now is to figure out how to sleep fast.
8: It's put up and shut up time.
2: All right. I mean, just because you have the answers to sleeping fast doesn't mean that you need to be rubbing our noses in it.
7: It does give me another reason to try to find a way to talk to Mike Tomlin.
2: We can do this. I have faith in us. Between now and the end of the season, it can't be that hard. And we'll just tell the PR people all we want to know. This is all we want to know. He could email me. <laughs> I'm sure he'll get right on that. I mean, if that makes him feel better, it's quicker, you, right? You don't even have to, to, right? talk, you to, even have to live. talk to me. We'll just we'll just take the email. Don't carve out any That's time. It's it. all no, right. Just text me, email me, In whatever. Fact, voice to text, whatever. We're good. Come on,
7: come on. Everybody's got time for like a 30 second text, right?
2: He does like chicken wings. Maybe that's the the secret to sleeping I'll fast. I'll buy. There we go. It's a great idea. If that, if that gives me the answer, I'll buy. We're going to go through Steelers PR. It's fine. All we want to know is how to sleep fast. We'll keep Mike Tomlin for all of 60 seconds. And we'll supply the chicken wings.
3: Mike Tomlin eat chicken wings?
7: <laughs> gonna say, if this is going to be like a real answer, I'll fly them in from Buffalo if he wants. Find the best place in Pittsburgh. Whatever you want. I don't Man, care. Man, I'm just
8: appreciative.
2: Jay loves his Mike Tomlin drops. We're
7: going to hit brothers down in Pittsburgh? He I'll do that not, too. He
2: did not urinate down his leg. That's, we, we, maybe, maybe. I'm not okay. That. See, this is not fair because if we got him on the show, I'd want to ask him about Sleep Fast, but I'd also want to ask him about urinating down his leg. Or not his leg, but someone else's.
8: Man, that's a great place to begin. <laughs>
7: <laughs> I'm good. I just want to know about the sleeping fast. Okay,
2: fine. We'll, we'll split the difference then. Sleep fast. <laughs> just got to sleep fast and get back to work. It just sounds so. It sounds so
8: nice to shoot a hostage, if you will. <laughs> I love Mike
3: Tomlin.
2: Yay! That has nothing to do with what we're talking about,
8: doesn't it?
3: i mean
2: If you don't, do we ever know a... what
3: the hell he's talking about?
2: Yes, we do very often. Just not when it wow. comes to sleeping fast
3: <laughs> or shooting
2: hostages in a football press conference. <laughs> How does that correlate? I don't know. Or urinating down your leg. Either one of those things. I mean. I suppose that has actually happened in a football game before. Let's be fair. There has to have been some players out there who've actually peed on themselves. What's
7: well, up? Mark Schler has got his nickname.
2: It's, yes. Yeah. Good point. So. See? So that at least is.
7: That's normal. Is, is I mean, I, as much as normal, it's not.
2: It's not normal. It
7: happens a lot more than you realize. Ooh, what if What field. if you're in
2: a scrumble? You know how guys are constantly like pulling and poking and punching and. Yeah. Each other. What if it happens in a scrumble? Yeah. Ew. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad I'm not a boy. Okay. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. We'll hear from Mike Tomlin, Kenny Pickett, also Jeff Saturday, Matt Ryan. We've got your reaction to Monday Night Football. And we're going to sleep fast.
4: You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. (laughs)
7: Here we go, Ryan out of the gun, shotgun snap. Floats to his left, Squares his shoulders, throws downfield and it's incomplete, no flag intended for Paris Campbell, and coverage is Sutton for the Steelers, and the Colts have turned it over on downs with 24 seconds to play.
5: Disappointing, Um, it it really is, because I think the effort, the effort is good, Uh, but our execution just hasn't been good enough.
1: There were plays to be made, we just didn't make them. And, um, you know, we we thought we could attack them down the field, you know, they were were pressing us up pretty good early in the game, and we were trying to get some plays off, and, and just communication wasn't great, execution wasn't great. Again, you can point fingers, and it's like everybody takes a turn at different moments. Off the field, on the money, and after hours, it's time to talk football with
4: Amy Lawrence.
2: The voice of first Matt Ryan and then Jeff Saturday on what went wrong Monday night football against the Pittsburgh Steelers. So if you look at the updated standings now through week 12 in the NFL, the Tennessee Titans are the only team in that AFC South above 500. Weirdly, the South divisions are now the worst in football. In the entire South, meaning both AFC and NFC, there is one team. One team among eight that has a winning record. But in the AFC North, while there is a a disparity between the haves and the have-nots, the Steelers... Are no longer in the basement all by themselves. They've got the Browns, both those teams sitting at four and seven, and neither one has been eliminated from playoff contention. Though it's a little bit more difficult if you look around the landscape of the AFC. This isn't the NFC where there are just a few teams that are above 500. Uh, no, this is a much more. Thick around the middle conference where there are a lot of teams bunched together. And with the entire AFC East above 500, then two teams in the North, the South will be won by the Titans and the Chiefs and Chargers both above 500 in the West. Right now, it would be hard to imagine a scenario where a team that's four and seven manages to rally. And yet we do have five teams with that exact record in the AFC. Well, five teams plus the Colts who have a tie in there. So I suppose that gives them an advantage. Potentially. They haven't taken their bye yet. How about that? Of everything that's happened so far this this season, they have not yet taken their bye. So they desperately need a bye. <laughs> in week 13, wow, week 13, we're about to be done with the byes. Uh, so, we're getting to that point. Man, I remember we just started the buys and now we're almost done with them. It's after hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. I haven't yet posted my photo to indicate to you why it's already an incredible week. It's already a flashbang kind of a week, uh, but I will, I promise. So, on Twitter, A Law Radio, if you haven't yet voted for Monday Mortification, uh, then you can do that, and on our Facebook page too. I know we've we've still continued to get your comments over the past few hours. So, what about the start to this game? Because as much as the Colts were able to rally and take the lead, and they had one seven and a half minute drive that ended with a fumble, there certainly were opportunities. But yeah, their first three drives were also as empty as empty can be.
1: Obviously it wasn't nearly good enough the first half. And uh, I think everybody felt it way, you know, just, just not nearly enough plays and really self-inflicted wounds, uh, which has kind of been the story of the last two weeks against opponents that, you know, you feel like you have an opportunity and don't make enough to, to close it out.
2: No matter what the question will persist. What about Matt Ryan? Are you going to make a quarterback change? Cause you know, every single loss, is on the quarterback, regardless of how much pressure he's under or what he does. Nah, it's always the QB's fault.
1: Matt's going to continue to be the guy. We're going to, like I said, we're going to keep keep moving forward, keep pressing forward with what we got. And, um, yeah, I tell the guys in the locker room, man, it's not, It's we got the players in the locker room to do it. We got the plays to do it. We, we got to figure out how to execute and in um, moments that matter. And so that's, that's really what we got to focus in on and hone in on.
2: I agree with Jeff Saturday on that point. They do, in fact, have the athletes to compete. This is a team that, while it missed out on the playoffs last year because of those last two games, remember the loss against Jacksonville that doomed them in Week 18? Carson Wentz played so badly, it was a disaster. The year before that, they went to the playoffs with Phillip Rivers as their quarterback. This is a playoff-caliber team. But they have not played Anywhere close to their potential. And it kind of blows me away. As I say, we've we've done an interview about the Colts and the offensive line and its major issues is the question mark and has been the weak link, which is not something that I expected coming into this season. I thought the offensive line would end up being a strength and would be able to protect Matt Ryan. The turnovers obviously a problem, and Matt would tell you that's on him too. If you watch this game, though, you realize how much he's under pressure. He's seeing a lot of peeps in his face. And that's not, it's not an area or not a, a, a scenario where he excels, right? Because he's an older quarterback. And also he's never been a mobile quarterback. That's not what he does Though we, we did see him run a couple times in this game, which is kind of funny. He, he runs like a flamingo or an ostrich. Although ostriches actually are they're a little qu- more graceful. They're quick, right? I think. Th- w- w- right. I mean, they don't start quickly. But flam- have you ever seen flamingos run? Their knees are all out of whack and they look very disjointed. It's awkward looking. He runs like a flamingo.
3: I could see that. Yeah. yeah. I mean- awkward.
2: One of my favorite quarterbacks of all time, Peyton Manning, had cinder blocks for feet, so it's not as though I dislike Matt Ryan. I mean, obviously, he's a former NFL MVP. The man knows how to play quarterback, but you need to protect him as well, and that's been a major weakness for the Colts. As for the Steelers, man, really impressive the way the running back core stepped up. They finished with 172 rushing yards despite not having Najee Harris in the second half.
8: Sometimes you get battlefield promoted. A guy like Benny Snell became a, a, a central part of what we were doing offensively, and he was still on punt team. He was still on punt return. He was still on kickoff. Um, Ant-Max, the guy that's always waiting and working and waiting for his opportunity, and he did some things that we saw in team development in the preseason that make him a little bit different than some of the other backs, the things he's able to do in space, the screen game, the draw game. I just thought he was an asset to us.
2: And what about Kenny Pickett, the rookie QB?
8: He's getting better every week, and it's in a very natural way because of experience. Um, He's a competitor. He's smart. Um, but it's still a lot of meat on the bone, and, and it's just a process. Uh, but like I always say, he's good enough, and we're good enough to win while that happens. And so we're not grading him or us on a curve. We acknowledge that he's very much in development. Uh, you can ask me next week, and I'll tell you, he got better in all areas again next week because with each snap becomes exposure, and sharp guys, guys that are competitors, they grow from those things. We need people that run toward action, not away from it, and, and he runs toward it. There's a lot of positive to take from it. You know, it's it's really hard to win in this league, and um, you know, right
3: now we're we're a four-win team right now. We have to own that, and we got we got to chip away at it and get back to, to winning. And you know, this definitely was the start. So there's things we got to build from off this game and take a lot of positives from it. Um, and then obviously, you know, there's things that we'll check the tape and we got a quick turnaround here to get back on Sunday and and go down to Atlanta. So there's things that we got to clean up and 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 get right um, in order to take care of business on Sunday.
2: Kenny Pickett, 20 of 28, so good accuracy. Sailed a few throws early in the game, but 174 yards. They're not asking him to throw a ton. There was a drop by Deontay Johnson in the end zone. There were a couple of throws he'd like to have back. Also, 30-plus yards rushing. In fact, there were four different Steelers who had 30-plus yards rushing. This was a win by committee. Jets next. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio.